All right, quick maths. The less that your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money that you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce the costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite and you are improving efficiency by bringing all your business processes into one platform. Over 37 thousand companies have already made the move so do the maths and see how you will profit with NetSuite. Back by popular demand NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com modern right now. That's netsuite.com modern. This episode is brought to you by Crafted London. Finding men's jewellery that doesn't suck is very difficult and Crafted London have nailed it. They're the number one men's jewellery company worldwide. They're sweatproof, waterproof, heatproof, and gym-proof. They've got custom designs in gold and silver, necklaces, chains, pendants, bracelets, rings, and earrings. If you've seen me on any of the big cinema episodes on YouTube wearing a necklace, it will always be from Crafted. I absolutely love it. It works with formal wear, casual wear, whether it's daytime or nighttime. All of the pieces are super high quality. The designs are great, and uh, I love them. That's It's all I wear. Also, they have an unlimited lifetime guarantee so if your piece breaks for any reason at any point during the entire life of the product they will give you a new one for free get a 15 percent discount site-wide on everything by going to bit.ly slash cd wisdom and using the code mw15 at checkout that's bit.ly slash letter c letter d wisdom and mw15 at checkout this episode is brought to you by Whoop. I've worn Whoop for over four years now, since way before they were a partner on the show, and it is the only wearable I have ever stuck with because it's the best. It is so innocuous, you do not remember that you've got it on, and yet it tracks absolutely everything 24-7 via something from your wrist. It tracks your heart rate, it tracks your sleep, your recovery, all of your workouts, your resting heart rate, your heart rate variability, how much you're breathing throughout the night. It puts all of this into an app and spits out very simple, easy to understand, and fantastically usable data. It's phenomenal. I am a massive, massive fan of Whoop, and that is why it's the only wearable that I've ever stuck with. You can join for free Pay nothing for the brand new Whoop 4.0 strap. Plus, you get your first month for free and there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you can buy it for free, try it for free, and if you do not like it, after 29 days, they will give you your money back. Head to join.whoop.com slash modernwisdom. That's join.whoop.com slash modernwisdom. It's pretty cool because now you're going to have people uh, assuming, and they might be assuming right or they might be assuming wrong, that that burpee that we just introduced will be the burpee in the open. Well, you like to throw a couple of curveballs in, right? Yeah, and so this is this is this uh, 18.0 has provided a nice little. Uh, it's gonna get people talking about what might be coming. This is just another Dave Castro Instagram post, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, basically. Dave Castro? Yes. Main man, how are you? Good, thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to London. Um, 18.0 has just ended me. <laughs> um, can you explain where that came from? Yeah, so the, uh, 
The idea of doing an 18.0 or a pre-workout uh, before the open starts has been something that's been floating in my head for years. I've always wanted to do it. We've never activated on it or moved on it uh, within CrossFit. We've never made it a priority to execute on. And this year, Reebok asked me if I'd come out and do this event with them. And they, they reignited that idea. They said, would you be open to doing a pre-open announcement? And I said, sure, let's call it 18.0. Uh-huh. And so we decided to, uh, to do it here. And the workout had to be true for CrossFit. You know, simple, nice bite. Uh, two movements that are common to the open, but with different twists. Yeah. The, the, the dumbbell snatch, we put a new standard on it of just bringing it down below the uh, head before you make the switch. Mm-hmm. And then the burpee over the dumbbell is something new. We haven't seen that. Yeah, it so is. it's pretty cool because now you, you're going to have people... Uh, assuming, and they might be assuming right or they might be assuming wrong, that that burpee that we just introduced will be the burpee in the open. Well, you like to throw a couple of curveballs in, right? Yeah, and so this is this is, this 18.0 uh, has provided a nice little. Uh, it's going to get people talking about what might be coming. This is just another Dave Castro Instagram post, isn't it? <laughs> Basically, which is for Reebok and live and for this event for sure. Um, so yesterday on Instagram, I saw you trying to put Dan off during a photo shoot. Yeah. Um, have the guys ever tried to put you off during the games? Have they ever tried to come up behind you and whisper just random movements in your ear so that you end up like saying the wrong thing or forgetting? Not during the games. During the games, people they're pretty occupied with what they have to do. Yeah, that's true. And they respect that I'm pretty occupied with what I'm doing. Yeah. So uh, during the games, no. But at other events and at other um, stuff like this, yeah, guys, the guys, especially the guys I'm close with, will. Uh, will push me or poke at me and, and do stuff but um but typically not at the games uh-huh because everyone has their own things going on yeah for sure there but maybe facing. some of the open announcements or something like that they might try and uh, just the open announcements, they'll try to they'll, they'll make little jokes but they're also very nervous at that point too yeah because they don't know what they're about to do yeah and the open announcements are tough because they have to uh i announce the workout and a few minutes later they have to do it you gotta go yeah so for sure it's a demanding environment for them for everyone yeah well especially for those top athletes because of the fact that like you know if you're not doing an open announcement you get to watch the workout then you get a process and you get to see what everyone else is doing then you get a you know do I want to do it tomorrow do I want to do it Friday you get to do all you get to set your own schedule yeah if you're part of the open announcement you don't get to set your own schedule you have to do it within five minutes after it's announced especially last year with some of the new movements that we saw yeah some of the stuff like the dumbbell cleans and then the racked up lunges as well and stuff like that the techniques that everyone developed you get the guys that do the open announcements they're the worst they get no chance to prepare they're not always the worst so like you even look at uh matt and matt and scott when they did i guess it was 18 point um three the snatch squat snatch squat snatch event um Matt had the fastest time in the world. I think. No, he uh, no. Ben ended up having the fastest time. He beat him at the last minute, but Matt had the second fastest time with no prep on his first go. Yeah. Do you know if he repeated that? I don't think he did. I'm pretty sure he did not. I think you know when you've emptied the tank, don't you? Well, I don't think I, here. It's not even emptying the tank. I don't think he emptied the tank. I think he could have gone faster. It's more of um, he didn't need to do it again. Have you done enough? You don't he, need to end yourself did. ready for yeah, next week, he, right? He's looking at the marathon. He's looking at the complete picture. He doesn't want to win just that event. He wants to win the whole thing. For sure. So he did enough for him to be set up for success for the rest of the competition. I understand. Um, so Reebok and CrossFit have got a really strong partnership now. Um, today's community, I think, has shown 
just how cool that can be and the sort of small events that you can do locally that affect CrossFitters that are on a local level. Yeah. Um, can you explain what the partnership with Reeboks enabled you to do that you might not have been able to do without them? Has there been more access? Is, what have you been able to do with Reebok? Yeah, the partnership's been great. They've exposed us to a new uh, community of people that traditionally um, that we wouldn't target or work with just in the mass fitness community outside of uh, you know bringing in media, bringing in people who aren't from your traditional CrossFit realms. Uh, we actively don't go out and try to promote ourselves. We let the brand promote itself organically. We let it grow by word of mouth. So this year it looks like more than half a million people might do the Open. Hopefully. 420 or something last year, 420,000? Something like that, yeah. Um, how does it feel knowing that your pen and paper is going to influence the lives of so many people? Like if uh, you, what you write on a piece yeah. of paper is literally going to de define someone's weekend. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't think about it like that too much. But it is like if I step back and think about it, that is pretty cool, significant. But I think I don't look at it that way. I'm thinking more about the test that I have to program being that it's, here's what I'm thinking about, programming a test that's going to um, rank the fittest in the world, but also be appropriate for 400 other thousand people. Got to people. be inclusive, right? Yeah, that anyone can do it. Do you to find... The, you know, and here's the thing about the anyone can do it. That, that statement is true, but it's also misleading in the fact that anyone can do it if you... You need some experience, right? Like, you need to have a... You need to know how to do some basic CrossFit movements. Sure. Even, even the, the scale. Even yeah. the scale, you still have to have some concept. I would say... Not anybody can do the scale division, but a majority of the world can. You just have to have some understanding of CrossFit yeah. and the movements to participate, which isn't asking a lot, and which is it makes sense, you know. Because yeah. if if it, if it was set up that anyone could do it, we just have you know a walking competition. But no accomplishment, or, right? Yeah. It, well, you'd you'd have to do movements that are so basic that have no instruction. Yeah. And essentially, all of our movements, our bodyweight movements, anything with a barbell, there's some level of instruction or some level of technicality to them that you have to uh, do. For sure. Um, so you said that you test the open workouts mm -hmm. yourself, yeah. sometimes before sending them to anybody else. Yes. Do you ever find that you're fearing them as you write them down or wanting to back off the intensity as soon as you know that you're about to punch yourself in the face with it in about 30 minutes? Well, here's what I fear with the open workouts. I, I just like, I, I fear not... I don't mind doing them when I'm creating them in that process, mm -hmm. but I mind once scores have been established and once people have done them, because now you see, oh man, a, a middle of the pack time <laughs> is this. Now I have to do that or better. Uh -huh. so I get the anxiety from them when I have to actually do them and I know other people's scores. You're going to watch that score go up. So when I do them in prepping for them before anyone's ever done them, I'm not too worried about it because I know it's like... I'll get a You're number sense one of, in the world, right? Uh, in every yeah, open exactly. workout. I'll get a sense <laughs> of how it feels and how the movements feel and overall that it hurts. But, but then when I do them, because I'll test them, and then during the open week, I'll do them officially. So cool. like I don't use my scores from when I tested okay. it. I make it official, and I do it within the window with the judge and go through the whole process. I understand. And uh, th that's when I fear them. But in the creation, and you know, some of them, like I don't like movements like thrusters and the things people typically don't like. So when they have those in there too, I'm not excited about testing them. Yeah, I bet so. Um, so new Nano 8's been released this week. Um, what is your favorite pair of Reebok shoes from over the years? Have you got a favorite pair that sticks out? I never really think of my shoes. Yeah. I just move. And okay. like, I just, I'm good. I've, and it's kind of how I've been brought up. It just 
you want to be prepared for whatever you have well, that's a whatever you're gonna, right? yeah whatever you're going to work with whatever you're going to use you make it happen so the uh, same, I feel the same way about barbells so barbells are a little different I'd rather that of course you want a nice one but if you don't have a nice one you can, you can make it work for sure yeah so, um, but I do like these they feel great and I, feel, I, th- I thought the sevens were great I think these are great yeah. yeah a little bit more of a heel drop in these I noticed which feels yeah. quite good yeah. really really good um, what's the coolest group chat that you're in coolest group chat yeah on iMessage or like WhatsApp or whatever. Have you got some cool group chats that you're in? No, I, I have some business text groups that I'm in uh-huh. with some of my core team, and uh, those I don't really. They're just all business. Okay, I got it. Um, so I wouldn't like to guess how many gyms you've been to around the world. I don't know anymore, but I've been to a lot. An awful lot. Yeah. Um, have you got a top three coolest? Gyms? Yes. There's Any some, that come to mind? There's some gyms in China that were really cool that I just remember that were very unique and partly because they were in China and you wouldn't expect to find such nice CrossFit gyms. I mean, I didn't. I mean, yeah. You can't. Once I was there, now it makes sense. But before I went, I went a couple years ago. I had no idea that I'd find some of the nicest CrossFit gyms in the world in China. Such an emerging market. For yeah, exactly. Well. So that was that was unique. Um, yeah, I don't have. Uh, a favorite CrossFit gym. I mm-hmm. just I like some of they, those they all have such different flavors and such different looks and For such sure. different um, experiences that yeah, they're all definitely. unique in a different way. But also the exact same training methodology yep. that arrives in a in a culturally different way, right? Yeah, totally. Um, you're in the Hunger Games, and there's only other games athletes there. Who's going to be the hardest to kill? I don't even know what the Hunger Games are. You know, like Battle Royale. <laughs> You've got to like, like WWF? Tr- <laughs> kind of, kind of. Okay, who, WWF, who's going to be the hardest to get out of the ring, do you think? Um, out of all of the games athletes from this year? From this year, out of yeah. all the games athletes? Yeah. Let me think about that. Well, I think Matt's pretty. Here's what I respect about Matt and why I come to lift, because he's really a fighter. And what I mean, I don't mean a physical fighter, but I mean a mental fighter. Is like he really wants to win no matter what it takes. And in years past, there's been athletes who, uh, and even now, you still hear some that uh, I'm just competing against myself and I you know I want to do it as best as I can but the reality is when you get out there you have to compete against those to your left and right and you have to do better than even what the best you can is or what it thinks it uh-huh. is if you want to win and Matt understands that and when you watch Matt and Rich Froning had that too 100% when you watch those two they're not trying to do the best they can they're trying to beat the guy to the left and right of them absolutely and sometimes that doesn't even mean they have to be the best that they can. It means they could be seventy percent of what they are, and they're still beating the guys. Exactly. That's athlete. what makes a good competitor, right? As exactly. opposed to just a good athlete. So that t- type of mentality also would make the type of person I wouldn't want to fight in a cage, or I wouldn't want to be within a, in a scenario like yeah. that because they uh, they want to win at all costs, and that's that's a powerful thing, and it's uh, it's powerful. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate your time. Thanks. Thank you very much, man.